0: Good morning, evening, afternoon. Welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John Algerts and joining me is...
1: Maggie Lovett.
0: Maggie, how are you doing on this Friday?
1: I am so glad it is Friday.
0: <laughs> you over there behaving yourself?
1: I am behaving myself. Are you behaving yourself? Um... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess as much as I can. <laughs> Today, uh, we've got a few things to talk about. We're going to be talking about Tron: Ares getting a uh, first little preview image. We're going to be talking about what we're watching this week slash weekend. But first, we're going to be talking about the big news surrounding Superman Legacy, or as Mike K has so lovingly pointed out via his super chat, uh, just Superman, because apparently this film has dropped the legacy from the title. So yes, uh yesterday, Mr. James Gunn put out on social media a picture of the Superman S looking all lovely. Producer Adam, if we could pull that up, there we go. Look at uh, it. Yes, look at it in all of its glory. It's 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 gloriously glorious. It's very
1: uh, glorious. <laughs>
0: But he put it out with the following caption, which just simply says overjoyed to be announcing the start of principal photography on Superman today, February 29th, which just so happens to be coincidentally and unplanned. I don't know if I believe that, but sure. Superman's birthday. When I finished the first draft of the script, I called the film Superman Legacy. By the time I locked the final draft, it was clear the title was Superman. Making our way to you July 2025. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, are you excited for this? I'm so excited.
1: So I mean, excited. The,
0: the Super Domo behind you leads me to believe that you are a Superman fan.
1: I am. I am. And he's sporting he's sent his St. Patrick's Day hat since it is uh, it the 1st of March.
0: It is the 1st of March. This is this yes. is correct. I actually spaced on what day it was. Uh, yeah, that was the, the Superman logo. Apparently, it is the one that we are going to be seeing. It looks... Like a Superman logo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there's... Here's the thing. I'm a big comic book fan. I've mm-hmm. never been a huge Superman fan. So that being said, I'm sure that there are bigger Superman fans than me that can tell me exactly, like, which era of Superman it resembles.
1: Obviously, it's the gun era of Superman, John. Okay.
0: <laughs> (laughs) you know what I mean
1: (laughs) I do do think it's interesting that he dropped the legacy because I know in the middle of like the the rumors about the script and everything everybody had a very clear idea of what that legacy implied for where the story was going so it is interesting that he ultimately dropped it especially since we do know that it seems like quite a bit of stuff has changed from that initial draft that they had um, and all the leaks about that so I feel even more hopeful now about where the Superman movie is going I think to an extent dropping the legacy makes it clear that this is more of a i don't want to call it an origin story but like superman is like established but maybe not a legacy yet so i think that there's some fun stuff that could be done there and i really like this cast i'm really hopeful for where things are to go with this this new era of the dcu so i'm hopeful maybe naively hopeful but
0: so so you're saying that you could see this being like a Superman year one kind of situation?
1: That kind of where It's vibe, like yeah. we're, we're like,
0: skipping the, the origin, but getting to it's still early days.
1: Exactly, which is kind of my preference. There's only so many times that you want to see like origin stories, and you can still start early enough into their superhero careers to make it interesting and get a lot of stuff that then forms and molds them into where they're going. But not necessarily like, oh, look, I put on my cape today for the first time. That's less exciting to me. And I think that that may have been some of the faults that we've seen in previous iterations of the story is trying to start too soon at the beginning. And that just keeps being done and then it never goes anywhere. So I don't know. Again, perhaps I am naively hopeful. I I will say I am I'm
0: I'm not naively hopeful, but I am very much cautiously hopeful because as i've said on the show in the past i've long been a dc apologist when it comes to films i've wanted them to be good and i've tried to like i guess gaslight myself into thinking (laughs) that they were good i was wondering when we were going to get the topic title on screen there
1: (laughs) on screen
0: has it well it just popped for me uh i don't know maybe i'm just crazy anyways uh no comment yeah maybe i've just been gaslighting myself into thinking that some of the dc films were better than they actually were because I, when it comes to actually reading comic books, I will say I prefer to read DC. Um, yeah. For me, I well, like Superman. I don't, I don't- here's the thing. I've never really liked Superman all that much. Like just as a character, I just always found him a little bit on the blander side. I do really like Supergirl though.
1: Mm. For some For me, reason, i like I tend to gravitate towards the journalist characters in these universes. So like I really like Spider-Man. I really like Superman.
0: Yeah. I can get behind that, but to me, like the 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 whole thing with Supergirl having like she actually remembers Krypton. Yeah. And the damage that comes with that. Like to me to me that is more interesting of like a basis for a character than than Superman. But I do obviously respect. Superman enough to like like I don't hate him you know some people I know are pretty opposed to the whole Boy Scout thing but you know I'm here for it so I'm also I'm also somebody who my favorite superhero is Green Lantern so maybe just disregard my opinion on superheroes
1: interesting (laughs) huh and it's also it's even Guy Gardner's
0: Green Lantern so that's like even comic book fans when I say that tend to want to like string me up (laughs)
1: again no comment
0: (laughs) wow okay maggie i see how it is do you know what i am a pretty big fan of what i am a a a big supporter of
1: is it tron
0: yes (laughs) i have i have been a huge fan of tron ever since i was a small boy. For me, the the whole concept of being like effectively isekied into a video game is something that I've always been a huge fan of. So seeing today that we got our first preview image of Tron Ares got me all kinds of excited. Producer Adam, if we could get that up, por favor. Uh, Yeah, so there it is. That is a very, very mean looking man in a very flashy suit. All kinds of red all over the place. So based off of our knowledge of Tron and how that all works, that is very clearly a bad guy. Maggie, <laughs> how, are, how are you? Are you a fan of Tron? How do you feel about this?
1: I am ambivalent towards Tron. And now I know there's going to be somebody in the comments and be like, ah, Maggie, the contrarian. No, it just never was never one of the ones that I like got fully on board on. I watch them. They're good. I enjoy them. I know almost nothing about the lore of Tron. Um, I do think the cast for this Tron is particularly interesting. Um, it's stacked. It's stacked. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what that yields. I think this might be the most impressive Tron cast yet.
0: I think. Uh, if you are not aware of what this cast is, we have Jared Leto, uh, Evan Peters, Greta Lee, Hassan Minaj. Jody Turner Smith, Arturo Castro, Cameron Monaghan, and Julian Anderson. Yeah. That is quite the crew of individuals. Like there's that's quite the pedigree of people. Um MK Songbird in chat says Jared Leto is the least exciting part of Tron Ares. I'm not gonna lie, I can kind of get behind that a yeah. little bit. Jared Leto is Pretty hit or miss for me when it comes to roles. Like sometimes it's just it just comes down to the way that he approaches roles. Sometimes I I really like them. Sometimes not so much. Just I don't know. I don't always agree with his acting choices. Mike K over here says if not for the Jared Leto of it all, I'd be all in on a Neutron movie. So it seems yeah. like it, uh he is turning off people from the film mm-hmm. more. At least when it comes to our audience, turning them off more than uh getting them excited. But I don't know. I'm I'm. I'm, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt even though i'm not his biggest fan but it, you know it just is what it is interesting though to see the based off of that cast we aren't getting any uh any legacy characters coming in which is a little that bit we know of that we know of this is true uh yeah, I, I as much as i would love to see jeff bridges and all of the things uh you know he is dealing with Just a few things. Just a few things. Uh, Era Maxwell says, Tron is a cool idea for the era it came out in. Waiting for the technology to advance to create more films was the right move. If they would have made more Tron films in the 90s, yikes. Ah, I get what you're saying there. And I don't disagree. That being said, I feel like if we had gotten like a trilogy of Tron films back in the day, using the technology that we had at the time, first of all, just based off of how long the special effects from the original film took to make, we probably wouldn't have gotten that many in the 90s. Uh, but still, I i mean, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't have been as fantastic, potentially, as the original was. Maggie, I gotta ask, how old were you when you saw the first run?
1: I couldn't even give you a, a number. I honestly don't remember. I just remember but like watching. Were
0: you like a small child or were you like
1: old? I would presume I was a child. <laughs> Like I generally I just I know the story, but I can't like it didn't have a profound effect on me that I remember like what was going on the day I saw it. Uh, It's one of those things where it was like it was on TV somewhere. yeah. And so like I I watched it It kind of in the same way that uh, I didn't see Ready Player One in theaters, but I caught it like last year or the year before last on like TNT or something. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a fun movie. I really enjoyed this. I
0: still have never watched that movie from beginning to end in one setting.
1: I really enjoyed it. I know another video game virtual reality vibe thing. Uh, but I, I totally missed the boat on that one that was in theaters. And then I it was like I caught half of it, like the last half of it. And then it started back up. And so I watched the first half.
0: Yeah, oh. that's the way that I've watched. I've seen like, like I would watch like the first half of my mom and then I'd go like do something and then I'd see like clips filling in the middle. Yeah. And then I saw like the very end. So it's like, I get the gist of what's going on, but I don't, yeah. I haven't seen the full thing. And I was. I don't. think
1: that's, that's exactly how I watched the Tron movies. Like they were on direct TV somewhere and I was like, oh, Tron, people talk about Tron. I should like watch that. And then I like fold it laundry with it on in the background.
0: See, I, I grew know. up, I grew up as a big like fanboy of the original Tron. Uh, for the life of me, I do not understand why, because that was before I was like a video game fan. Cause obviously I wa- I watched it before I can even remember, like before I even have memories. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why little me, John really gravitated to it as much as I have now that I'm an adult and like, obviously I'm, I like video games. It makes Wait, a little bit you more like sense. Video games? I know it's a shocker. It it might be a surprise to some people that know that. But- I am
1: truly shocked by this.
0: it uh yeah i don't know why it just it resonated with me and i i was one of those people who i wasn't a huge fan of tron legacy when it initially came out but it's grown on me over the years i think just because it was so it was different enough from the original that i just wasn't as on board with it but as i said it grew on me and it definitely does seem like tron aries just based off of that image does seem to have like the same general vibe as tron legacy so i guess we're that's just what tron is so I'm fair with that. Uh, Steve says, I want them to bring back Daft Punk to score the music. That would be an impressive feat if they could get Daft Punk.
1: That would be great. I'm out
0: of retirement to do that again. Uh, but you know, Disney has deep pockets, so it wouldn't be the craziest thing to have that happen. Although I could see them getting another like sort of DJ to do it. Then I think it would work just as well. So So that's all that we have to say about Tron Aries. Uh, If you want to get another look at the image, just jump on over to Collider.com. We got it up there in the
1: north. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much.
0: Uh, finally, we're going to end today's show by just sitting here and talking about what we've been watching this week. Uh, so Maggie, has there been anything that you've watched this week or that you are planning on watching this weekend? Or maybe uh, both. So, so I'm you are just, particularly excited
1: about. I've just been sort of spiraling out of control about um, art history vibes this week. And <laughs> look, I'm a historian at heart. Um, so I've actually been rewatching a show that came on and like, 2009, I think, 2008, 2009, uh, Desperate Romantics. Um, it was, it's about the pre Raphaelite Brotherhood. Uh, I've watched it many, many times. Um, it is about like, you know, Rossetti and Hunt and all of those very, you know, famous artists of that era. Uh, and I love it. Aiden Turner stars as Dante Gabriel Rossetti. It's great. Uh, Lizzie Siddle, all of that. So I've been rewatching that slowly. It's a six part miniseries from then. So I have the last episode of that to watch tonight. Um, I spiral over that at least like once a year. So it came a little bit earlier this year.
0: Is there anything that specifically triggers that for you? Cause I know that when I have like shows that I rewatch, usually there's something that like reminds me of it that then makes me
1: so jump into the rewatch. I've been hyper fixating on a painting that John Singer Sargent painted um Dr. Posey at home and he, he's very, he was very involved in like the French bohemian movement um, with like Sarah Bernhardt, uh, like the first superstar actress uh, in the world. And so I've been really kind of falling down that rabbit hole uh, and that has led me back to my other rabbit hole of the pre flight Brotherhood. At any given time, I crave to be in an artist commune, like writing little poems and pining after our muses. And like, that's the vibe that I kind of just is constantly inside of my soul. And the Desperate Romantics nice always kind I of like satisfies that. Um, I do plan to rewatch Lisa Frankenstein this weekend because I also watched, like I said in yesterday's episode, I watched um, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari this week uh and there's scenes in lisa frankenstein that are influenced by that movie which is why i rushed to watch dr calgary so i really want to watch lisa frankenstein again now that it's on digital uh, i just need to get through my desperate romantic spiral and then pivot my brain back there um but that's where i am right now
0: <laughs> that's fair uh chat while we're talking about this feel free to toss out what you've been watching and we'll we'll talk about yours uh here in a bit i uh so i actually last night i dove back into the rookie because season six has started up yeah and so like i've been i've been spending some time on that and because we were talking about police procedurals
1: yeah they got <laughs> right. married right for the 100th episode
0: i think yeah i think so i haven't i'm watching yet i don't know if, it, if it's even out yet that's one of those shows that i don't watch i don't watch it until the season is fully over yeah. Just because like I don't have TV. Like so I don't watch things as they're live. I don't I barely even have any streaming platforms. So I just watch stuff when I can, however I can. Uh and so I've dove into the rookie. I've also been watching a lot of like classic horror films. I've been watching a lot of Hammer Horror. Uh I just watched Curse of Frankenstein last night. Christopher mm-hmm. Lee as Frankenstein is terrifying. Absolutely recommend it. Uh yeah. And uh, also, this weekend, I'm going to be watching uh, The Last Samurai.
1: Ah, uh-huh. the Tom Cruise it, one, right?
0: Yeah. Because, yeah. like, here's the thing. I unironically like that movie.
1: Oh, I really. loved it. I I was on a I, – yeah, I like that one. I was on a big Tom Cruise kick when I was younger, and it was one of the ones I have on. It, that
0: movie, That movie – a lot of people have problems with that movie. Yeah, um, I mean – For for obvious reasons, but I will say that at least one of the problems that people have with that movie, I feel, comes from a misconstruing of what the title is actually referring to.
1: Yeah. Because
0: a lot of people think that Tom Cruise is the last samurai. And he's not. No. Uh, Ken Montanabe is the last samurai. That Mm -hmm. is the the character that the title refers to. Um, But... I just, I love that movie so much. I have so much fun with that movie. It's probably, it was, it's one of the few Tom Cruise films from that era of his career where he was, where he was being very weirdly Tom Cruise uh, <laughs> that I actually enjoy quite a bit. So that's what I'm watching. Uh, let's jump over to chat and let's take a look at what they've been watching. Arrow. Uh, oh, let's go to Key Mike K first. You pulled it up already. Let's go to that one first. Uh, Shogun is currently the best series that I started I'm also watching Jellystone on Max and the second best hospital in the galaxy on Prime Video I have not heard of the second best hospital in the galaxy it is an animated
1: adult series with an absolutely stacked vocal cast including Natasha Lyonne so Mm -hmm. I definitely highly recommend it I saw the first couple episodes of it and it is quite funny very adult swim-ish
0: I'll have to take a look because I I enjoy adult swimmy kind of animation. Natasha mm-hmm. Lyonne. I'm never going to say no to uh, Shogun. I, as I said yesterday, I need to watch that show. I know you I watch it too. Like I'm so on board for that. So hyped for that. I just need to find time. Uh, going up to Arrow Maxwell up there. I watched Lisa Frankenstein. Wow. It hooked me from the opening credits. It reminded me of Shane Cozen's To This Day project with the music and animation. I do need to watch Lisa Frankenstein. It's so good. You, you, like the fact that you won't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just sitting here
1: just being like, <sighs> You know when you see a movie and it just does so many unique and creative things that aren't being done elsewhere right now, it just makes you so captivated by it because there's it's new and there's fresh ideas and fresh takes and it's funny, it has great music, the score is fantastic, there's like so many little little details about it and it makes me really happy that people are watching it now and every time i log onto twitter somebody's like oh my god the scene is so beautiful and it's like a really great screen cap of some of like just the beautiful set design and just everything about the vibes it's so eighties without being yeah. like that's, I love, I love a good period piece set in the 1980s, but I hate when it feels like it's somebody setting their film in the eighties rather than yeah. evoking all of the feelings of going back and watching your old favorite. Then VHS. truly
0: being '90s. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I that's will so say what it does.
0: over the like months that I've known you now, Maggie, i have I've learned that, like if you're really excited about a movie, I should at the very least watch it. I might not always necessarily agree with your opinion on it, but I should at the very least give it a watch, and yeah
1: I don't typically hyper fixate on bad things,
0: <laughs> yeah. Not from what I've seen at the very least, but I yeah. should at least, I should at least give it a chance.
1: I love that the uh, chat is talking about the opening scene of Lisa Frankenstein, because those opening credits are chef's kiss. So good.
0: Yeah. I, again, it's, it's on my watch now that it's coming to digital. Uh, I gotta dive into that. Uh, Sam red up here is saying, uh, I've been terrible at keeping up with TV this year. Uh, this girl I was into made me watch below deck, though, not going <laughs> to lie. I got hooked.
1: That's fantastic.
0: I, I honestly, I cannot. I mean, that's a, that's a great reason to get into something. And if it hooks you and if it's something that you wind up enjoying outside of its connection to somebody that you're interested in, that's great. More power to it. That was me and, and uh, Avatar. Back in the day, I started watching Avatar for a girl. And then I was like. Because I was like, ah, it's a cartoon. I'm not I'm not going to care about this so much. It's a kid's cartoon. And I started watching because she was really into it. And then I was like, damn, I think I like the show more than I like her. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> I think that the voice of God wants to say something. Do you have something to say, voice of God, about the Lodex? Or is that just... Yeah.
0: Hey, everybody. Uh, voice of God here. Uh, for our fans of Below decks and its many other iterations, uh, if you listen closely in a couple episodes, they actually use some of my original music that I uh, make and license through various places. So keep a keen eye out for some of the worst music you've ever heard.
1: <laughs> See, don't undersell yourself. Yeah,
0: don't don't do that. Don't do that. That's just rude. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I guess I have to list, I guess I have to watch Below Deck now because I have to. I have to listen for Adam's music. Uh, Arrow also said never played the video games, but Halo has been a great series in its second season. I have thoughts. Uh,
1: I I the, will say from what I've seen of Halo. Also, having never played it, I enjoyed it.
0: Here's here's the thing. I I watched the first season. Was not happy. I watched the first couple episodes of season two and I looked at it and I just went, no, this show just isn't for me. Like I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not going to say that it shouldn't exist, but as a, as someone who's played Halo since the day it came out, a huge Xbox collector, Xbox fanboy, I just need to recognize that that show is just, it's not made for me. That's where I sit. With it happens. Aerosians. I mean,
1: and that it takes a lot to recognize that about something. There's yeah. been plenty of shows that are like, this is not for me and that's fine.
0: And I, I will say, I am very glad to see somebody say that they're enjoying it because the, the general consensus online has been that it isn't very good. So arrow, if you're enjoying it, I'm super stoked that you, that you are. It's always also- great for people to be finding stuff that they like.
1: I also like this other thing that Arrow Maxwell brought up as well. I watched the first episode this week and it was great. I, I'm glad that other people feel like it's it's one of the good ones.
0: I fell off of The Walking Dead so hard,
1: yeah, so fast. I have a really funny relationship with The Walking Dead. I lasted longer than most. I lasted until the whole Carl thing. Wasn't yeah. super happy about that. I worked on uh the world beyond technically got killed on that so uh (laughs) i was a zombie it was fun uh and then i watched some of that when that was on i didn't ever watch season two because i didn't work on season two and then i watched the fear of the walking dead up until the point that they killed one character that i liked off and i stopped watching that uh i watched some of daryl dixon Cause I've seen various episodes at various things I've seen screenings of. Yeah. And then I was like, I want to watch this one. Cause I love Rick. And I love.
0: I did film. actually watch that one, which is, which is surprising for me because I'm going to say something and I'm going to get some hate. Daryl Dixon is literally the character that made me stop watching the walking. Dead.
1: My mom may currently be <laughs> changing her opinions on you.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Maggie's mom. I just, <laughs> it's cause like I watched the first season And Daryl just annoyed me so much that I was just like, I'm just going to not even bother watching this. It also didn't help that – so I came into watching The Walking Dead super late. By the time I started watching it, I think like season three or four was out. Oh, wow. And which, yeah, a lot – like I was a huge like zombie fan like growing up and like in high school and stuff I was the guy who always had like a plan for the zombie apocalypse and all that well yes played a lot of HVZ in college and all that sort of stuff so everyone was like dude why are you not watching The Walking Dead it doesn't make sense that you're not watching The Walking Dead so I watched the first season zombies it's walkers whatever Uh, so I watched the first season Daryl annoyed me and that combined with the fact that I had a lot of people tell me that season two wasn't very good that I was just like I'm not gonna bother going on a lot of my friends were like yeah season two was a was a dud of a season so i was just like i'm not gonna spend the time then so i kept up with it enough to know like what was going on because i was working for screen rant and like everything yeah like so i saw a lot of stuff via editing videos and things that like that but then i did a video about the daryl dixon series for collider and i was like i through the process of editing watching clips I got hooked enough that I watched the entire season. So
1: victory. It
0: helps that Daryl is like by that point in his life he had calmed down. Yeah. And wasn't as much of like a hothead hick as he was in the earlier seasons. Again, I'm sorry, Maggie's mom. Like (laughs) I'm very sorry.
1: Uh uh. to to mention the ones who live, I just love that Rick has officially joined the same small club of characters that already, I already have collected over the years of like the captain hooks, the the Jimmy Lannisters.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've only seen clips on TikTok.
1: (laughs) My My Bucky Barnes Zemo even loses his hand in some of the comics. Like my little collection of one handed men.
0: You do quite like that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all in the game says given the very loud people online criticizing the halo show the actual season two audience scores in particular are much better than expected they are really good
1: and i want to say that's because people dropped off and just gave up and the people who like it are the ones that are like yeah
0: like that's that's probably what it largely comes down to i think that the people that you're hearing online who are criticizing the halo show are the hardcore halo fans yeah uh and again, it's 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 a lot of like either Halo content creators or like people who a part of their personal brand is built around Halo. They're going to they're going to watch this thing that they clearly don't like. And they're going to voice their opinion about the fact that they don't like it because it's like their job to do it. Um, whereas you you've got people like me who are, you know, as I said, hardcore Halo fan who just stopped watching and like, I'm not going to sit here and trash on something that I haven't watched all of. Uh, I will say that uh, earlier on, uh, Arrow said, I'm going to buy the Halo Master Chief collection at some point to get through and see the differences. I just like the sci-fi of it all. I will say you are going to find that it is quite different. And so maybe by the time you play the games, you'll understand why some people have not been super happy. That being said, I will say that the vitriol towards the series, I think, is unfounded. Yeah, unnecessary. Um, But. I don't know, people, people are going to, you know, haters are going to hate. They're going to do what it is that they want to do. So that's
1: sad, but true.
0: That's just the way that I'm looking at it. One final one here. Mike K says has been hotel has been another hyper fixation of mine. It's got some pacing issues. Eight episodes isn't enough, but the lore is great. And the soundtrack is amazing. I keep hearing things about hazardous I, okay. I know I know watched- nothing about it
1: I've watched all but like the last two episodes, I think I've gotten screeners and then other things distracted me, but I know Perry is also a really big fan of it. So I feel like inevitably we are going to do an episode of dailies talking about has been hotel. Oh, sure. um, it's perfect. If you are a theater kid, this is honest to God. It is an adult animation made for theater kids because there is music, there's drama. There's a of bad language. and It's raunchy and fun and dark. Uh, and it's great. And also Jeremy Jordan voices a character I know, which I love Jeremy Jordan as musically musical theater kid. So it's great. The whole entire voice cast is wonderful. Um, I highly recommend it if you like weird stuff.
0: <laughs> Again, I know I know nothing about the premise. I know nothing about any of the characters outside of like I've seen pictures of like the like at least a character that in all the marketing is held up as like the face of the show yeah. and then i just like the 80,000 tweets that i've seen from people being like oh my god i'm obsessed with the Aspen
1: hotel yeah yeah it'll and I'm just like, i don't even know i
0: don't even know where video. to watch it
1: <laughs> prime video
0: it's a prime okay
1: it'll crawl into your brain and just like take up root there
0: Sure. <laughs> Again, it's one of those things that, like, if people are happy with it, I'm stoked that they're happy with it. Uh, I'm never gonna, like, I'm never gonna be upset if people are enjoying something that I'm not enjoying. Uh, just like I'm, I will say I am upset right now because there's probably a whole bunch of people enjoying Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and I am not because I haven't been able to buy it yet.
1: <sighs> there's so many people enjoying it right now.
0: I'll just keep playing Helldivers, too. It's fun. I'll
1: just you play. and everybody else I'll just keep playing Baldur's Gate 3 and you know we'll
0: be fine you and formerly everybody else I know
1: everybody <laughs> moved on they moved on but I'm still here
0: there's still a ton of people playing oh, yeah. I was actually talking cool. about I was actually talking about Baldur's Gate 3 with my brother yesterday because he upgraded his computer because he got to uh, Act 3 when he was in the city and uh, it runs like a slideshow so he's like I have to upgrade my computer so I can keep playing <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, nice. that is all that we have for you today. Uh, that is where we're going to end our show. Maggie, uh, you got anything coming down the pipeline that you want to plug for people?
1: Still, my Farscape interview should be coming up in the next couple of days. And then next week, I am interviewing Ed Spliers for Irish Wish, which is coming out on Netflix. And, of course, we're going to be talking about Star Trek Picard. So be sure to keep your eye out for that because... That's always a good time. And I think it's going to be a video interview for once. So it'll be even better. That'll be good. Yeah. You very to, excited about that. To,
0: It's always – like I always so much prefer to watch an interview than reading it. Like reading it is fine, but like I I think I might be dyslexic because I have trouble reading them sometimes.
1: It happens.
0: It's just, it's just easier for me to watch a video. Also, me being a video guy, of course I prefer the video. Speaking of video, you can go over to Collider.com and you can check out the videos that we have there tied to articles. Whenever you see a thumbnail for an article that has a little play button in the corner, and actually I think it also now has a time code down at the bottom to let you know how long the video is, that means that there is a video element to that article. It could be a feature video, which is what I primarily work on. It could be uh, an interview clip. Uh, if there is a video of an interview, it will be tied into the article that way. It could be a preview bit from a movie or TV show that the studio has given us to show off to you guys. It could be any number of things. Get over there. Check that out while you're over there. Get informed and stay informed about all your favorite entertainment news, movies, TV, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah. So Monday, uh, based on the schedule, if I'm not mistaken, it is going to be myself and Perry. Yes. Yeah yeah
1: and then there's some fun stuff that perry has planned next week
0: oh there is trust i guarantee you perry and i are gonna be talking about she has quite the schedule lined up for next week i'm pretty excited to see uh and i'm pretty excited for all of you guys to see it so uh yeah so a lot to look forward to next week but until then i hope you have a fantastic rest of your weekend get out and see dune 2 if you haven't already that is you know my recommendation for you. It is fantastic. Get out there, check it out, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hope you have a good weekend.